so good to be together this morning. We're going to do things a little bit differently. We're going to mix up uh, with some scripture and with some prayer. And I've asked several of you to lead out over different topics. Um, just by way of uh, trying to be helpful, we believe that prayer, which is talking to God and listening to God, is for everyone. And uh, what we touched on last Sunday from Matthew 6, Jesus talks about the normal Christian life with three phrases, when you give, when you pray, and when you fast. And what I have found is that um, not there's nothing that is more resisted by our flesh and by our enemy more than prayer. And so to start the year with three weeks to say, hey, Whatever it is you need to do to make a change in your lifestyle so that you can start the year more focused on God than anything else, let's do that. Does that make sense? And at, at least what we're calling to is uh, no meats and no sweets in kind of as a nod, um, if you will, to the way that Daniel did it. Uh, but the, the purpose, Chris just articulated very well. And for those of you that are new to this or want to learn more about it, the books, which we brought over some of the books from the book table in the back, there is a fasting book that's there. It's also very affordable on Amazon or as an ebook. It's just called Fasting. The author is Jensen Franklin. But for the sake of time, we're just going to read a few verses and then uh, Joe and Anna are going to come and then Ben will come and lead us in prayer over a couple of different topics for people. And then we're going to pray for neighborhoods, okay? So first of all, God loves you. You see on the screen from Romans 8, 35 and 37, nothing will separate me from the love of Jesus. In all these things, I'm more than a conqueror through him who loved me. From there, Colossians 4, 2, devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. Our perspective our focus when we talk to God is relevant. Philippians 4, 6, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He's done. And as I referred to last Sunday from Hebrews 12, 1 through 2, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses, He's talking about the list of people that were in the previous chapter in Hebrews 11 that are with the Lord now and watching us. This huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Listen, our focus should be praying for people. Joe and Anna, if you'll come and lead us, we're going to pray for others. And as we have different people that come and lead us in prayer over different topics, I want you to feel free to stand if you want to stand, walk if you want to walk, kneel if you want to kneel. The point is that we are talking with God, okay? So they're going to lead us in prayer, and I want you to pray with them, okay? So the scripture, of course, is 1 Timothy 2.1. I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. Ask God to help them. Intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. So I'm going to start us off by um, praying for um, our family, um, praying for family members. Uh, dear God, and I just encourage you all to join in in praying, um, agreeing and praying with me. Um, dear Lord, I just thank you for our families, Lord. God, I thank you for the parents that gave birth to us. I thank you for the parents that um, 
that gave us life. We give thank you for the parents, God, that were more of a parent for us than the ones that did. We're birth parents, God. I thank you for grandparents and uncles and aunts, God, and all the people that have influenced our lives, God, and helped us be here and be the people that we are today, Lord. And God, I just pray right now, God, just for relationships within families, Lord. I just pray, God, that um, that you would use us to be life in those relationships, God, that we would point to Jesus in those relationships, God, that um, where there's been strife, where there's been drama, God, where there's been um, rifts, Lord, I just pray, God, for healing. God, I pray that for restoration, Lord, God, just as sometimes the, the holidays, God, can be really tough on families, Lord. There's drama with um, just getting things together, but Lord, when there's already issues there, that um, it can be uncomfortable to be with family members, God. And I just pray that um, right now, God, for the families of everyone in this room, God, if that was if Christmas was a rougher time for them, God, if it brought up some issues, if there were some revelations that came up, God, that made things a little tough between people, God, I just pray right now you just begin to heal those relationships, God. We've seen people who, like, are so far from God or so far from each other that are like, we're never talking again. See them brought together, God, in healing, God. We've seen it in our own family members, Lord God, that people that are like, I could never talk to that person again. I'm so mad. I, you know, there's so much hurt, and there's real, like, real hurt and bitterness, things that were done to people and that people did to others, Lord. But we know, God, you are a God of healing. You are a God of restoration. God, that you can heal those rifts, Lord God. And we just also just pray right now, God, for salvation. God, those people that we are on um, the family members that we are praying for. God, that we've lifted up. God, I have um, a half-sister, God, that I just pray and pray and pray, God, every, you know, like, to be, like, and sometimes it can be hard when you're, when this has been 20 years of praying, you know, to see, it can be sometimes discouraging. God, I pray you encourage all of us to every day lift them before you. Every day say, God, we pray right now, God, for those family members who are not saved, God, that you would be in their lives, Lord God, that you would put people in their lives, God, wherever they are, that people that would speak life, speak truth into them, God, that you would, they would just be surrounded, God, by your peace. They may not even recognize it initially, Lord God, but that you would be so real in their lives, God, that it would be impossible to deny that there is something different, something missing in their own lives. Lord God, I just pray, God, for wisdom. God, I pray for um, relationships, God, that we would be able to be more open. Sometimes it's hardest to talk to people that are the closest to us or the people that are in relationship with us in that way. Lord, I pray, God, that you help us to be more open, as Becky was talking about, being more open about praying and more open about what you're doing in our own lives. God, our testimony and what you've done, God, is our greatest witness. And I just pray, Lord, that you help us to speak life into our family members, Lord God, to give them encouragement, Lord God, to just even share what what you're doing in our own lives, Lord. God, I just pray, God, I just, um, I just pray that we would see miracles of salvation this, like, this year, Lord God. We're just believing, God, that we would hear this family member who's in, we've been praying for 20 years, God, that she's brought to Christ, or, like, God, she found you, Lord God, or that, God, we just pray that for crazy connections of God, connections of, like, someone somehow running into them, God, and that would be how they needed to hear it, who they needed to hear it, and when they needed to hear it. God, I pray you just prepare their hearts to be open to hear your voice right now, Lord God. I pray whatever needs to go on in their lives, whatever needs to happen, God, so that they come to a place of openness and saying, God, I there is something missing. I just pray that, that you would help that, orchestrate that, so they would be as ready and open, God, to be hearing, Lord God, who you are and how much you love them, Lord. And God, we just also pray for our friends, Lord God. Um, I just pray that we would um, sometimes... I just pray that we would be open, God, with our friends, Lord God, that you would give us wisdom on how to... Um, be sincere. God, that it would never come off as something like, oh, we want you to like be like me, or we want you to 
um, do it a certain way. But God, that everything that we do with them would be a sincere saying, I love you so much, and then be done out of love, God, an overflow of compassion for them. And that we would say, I love you. You are my friend. This is what God has done for me, and I would love to see him work in your life. I would love to see his blessings in your life. I would love for you to have a friend, someone to talk to, who would be there, who would champion for you. And I just pray that our um, you would help us with wisdom and how we convey that, God, that it, and you would um, check our hearts to make sure they're always in the right place in that regard. And God, just give us a boldness, Lord God, to be able to speak to them, Lord, to be open about where we are, to be real with them, not to be fake about our issues and everything else, but to be real. God, people need something real, and I just pray that you would help us do that with our friendships, Lord God. I just pray also, God, for increased friendships. Maybe some people are like, I have trouble making friends with new people. I pray, God, that you help us all become better in our relationship and in, in, in widening our circles of influence, Lord God, that we wouldn't get stuck in a certain circle, God, and not be able to open that up even more. And I pray that you just show us all how to live bigger. Like, God, it, sometimes it seems like my life is so packed and so busy that I have no time. But, God, we know you are a God of miracles. You can open that time. Show us how to shift our priorities, God, to put other people first to, and to open that up to people maybe that we aren't as close to, God, but we can open that relationship and those that we don't know, that don't know you, God. We thank you so much, Jesus. Father, we're going to take time to pray about our workplace. We thank you so much for the opportunity to work, the opportunity to bless our families with our occupations. But but we know that that's also your heart of ministry, Father, because even the disciples you picked were effectively longshoremen and contractors, God. You picked people that were workers to then expand that sphere of influence, Father. And I pray as we go into work, as we do our jobs, Father, that... That, you know, our prayers at work are not simply, I wish that person gets fired. I, I believe that we should be praying for people that they'll be uplifted. And, and in the same way that other people at work are well identified as that's the CrossFit guy and that's the vegetarian guy, Father, that we'll be identified as that's the Jesus guy. That we will be identified as a person to go to when they need some, some counsel. We'll, we'll, we'll be the person that can speak boldly in the workplace, Father. Not for fear of our jobs, God, but because it needs to be heard. And, and in the same thing that Pastor Ben said, that prayer is a two-way street. As much as we pray to you, Father, that we also listen to you, God. Father, that we will listen to you when you command us to speak out to somebody at work, when you command us to, to speak uh, comforting things to someone, because they may have something going on at home. They may have something going on with their personal life. They may need healing, Father, and they don't know who to go to, Father. They don't know that identification, and we have that opportunity in the workplace to just extend beyond just coworkers, extend beyond just a collegial you know, relationship, Father, that we'll be able to reach into them and touch and change something and be you present in that place father that we can represent our faith in the workplace and through that just bring abundance god that that you have always blessed those that toil you bless those that sow, Father. And God, I pray that as we work, Father, that we will bless the workplace and, and people will identify just like just like Joseph did. Joseph in the Bible was so diligent with his work and people recognized it and identified it and saw what is different about the way he does things. Father, I pray that that sort of desire be there, that we will be diligent in the workplace and through that be a representation of you, God. That we will be bold for you, Jesus. 
God, it is such an amazing opportunity to be able to go out, to be able to work with different people. And, and you did not make us homogeneous. Even looking around this room, we're all different. All different backgrounds, different education backgrounds, socioeconomic things, Father. But you bring us together. And in the workplace, it's the same thing, Father. So let us be able to extend that olive branch, extend that friendship, that warm hug, that smile, that handshake. How is this guy always uplifted when he comes in on Monday instead of having a case of the Mondays? It's because we know Jesus. We know our Savior. We live for something beyond our paycheck. We live for something beyond just promotion. We live for you, God. And it's just an opportunity to expand our ministry by being in the workplace. So God, I pray that you will give us that chance, give us that sensitivity to know, that tuning fork to know when you're asking us and nudging us to work something different with someone, touch someone differently, pray for someone in the workplace. God, it's such an amazing opportunity, such, a, it's such an expansion because each person in this room has so many more people than I could ever meet. And that's because they can go to their jobs and they can meet those people. The same way that I can go to my job and I can meet people. Father, through that, we'll be able to bring others to Christ, to that revelation of you and that relationship that you desire for all of us. The grace and redemption that you gave for all of us. Like it says in Timothy, that we pray for all people, God. Thank you so much for that, Jesus. I'm going to pray for the salvation of our neighbors and for us to recognize opportunities to serve them. God, it's good to be here with you and with these friends. Thank you that you've rescued us. Thank you for the life that you've given us. Thank you for the life change that you continue to bring in me and in each one of us in different ways. God, I pray that you would rescue our neighbors in the same way. God, I thank you that you love every person who lives in Baltimore. Thank you that you've placed each one of us where we are with a plan in mind. God, I thank you that you love our neighbors, and I pray that we would love our neighbors with the same love. God, I ask that you would rescue them, that they would be reborn from lives of fear or anger or anxiety or poverty or greed, or lust, or fighting from families full of strife and misunderstanding into a new life of joy and peace, of kindness, of love, of prosperity and generosity, of freedom to be unselfish, freedom to give of themselves to serve in meaningful ways, God, I thank you for the good that is being done by so many people in Baltimore already. And I pray that you would rescue them into a life vibrant with your presence. God, let us know what it is to be friends with you. Let us know what it is to walk with you, to have conversations with you, to get our direction and our clarity from you. God, I pray that as we go back to our homes and out into our workplaces and through our weekly routines, that you would start to open up new opportunities for us to make friends, to connect with our neighbors, um, to serve them in ways that will be meaningful to them, that will make their lives better for the sake of your reputation. 
God, I pray that you would open our eyes to our blind spots, to even the little changes we could make that would help us make new friends, meet new people, be of help in ways that maybe we haven't been yet, but would actually be very good at. Or maybe even ways that we're not very good at, but could be with practice. Or where it doesn't matter how good we are, what matters is someone else's need in our presence. God, I pray that you would give us patience and calm, the ability to be attentive to people, the ability to listen, to take on their pain and their needs without being crushed by them. God, I pray that you would make us a listening ear, a shoulder to cry on, a welcoming home, a new family for someone who needs a family, a source of love for someone who needs love. God, I thank you for your example in Jesus. That as Jesus walked among people, he didn't just hang out with the churchy people, and he didn't just hang out with the non-churchy people. That he would have meals in people's houses, that he would go with the people who would drink too much, that he would go with the people who were walking around in the countryside, that he would go to the people who were too self-righteous to have the wrong kinds of people in their house. That he was just one who loved to be with people, that loved to bring your presence, tell people what you're really like, to show them how much you really love them, to forgive freely and minister your forgiveness. God, I pray that you would make us a walking welcome. God, that everywhere we go, people would feel the profound welcome that you offer every person. God, that we would be the easiest to talk to, the most fun to be with, the quickest to laugh, the readiest to listen, and that through us, you would bring the presence and the Spirit of Jesus into the lives of many people, that you would rescue them so that they can spread your kingdom and your presence as well. God, I pray that you would launch a Baltimore renaissance, that every person in this city would be reborn in Christ and that we would be an example to the world of what a city that follows Jesus can be like. Thank you for these things and for what you're going to do, for the opportunities you're going to show us and the boldness and kindness you're going to give us in the name of Jesus. passage of scripture to you uh, as we pray for neighborhoods and I've asked several people if they would come and pray over specific neighborhoods that our church is in. Um, Pastor Rebecca is going to come to start us off with praying with uh, Hamden, Remington, and Woodbury. Chris is going to come and uh, if you guys will come and stand up front so for the sake of time we'll move through this. Chris is going to come pray over Hose Heights in the Poly Western area. Um, Ron and Lisa are going to come pray for Waverly and Penn Lucy. Uh, Justin will come and pray over um, Whitelock and Druid Heights, West Baltimore. Joe will pray for Laurelville, Harford, and Towson. Uh, Ron uh, Brooks will come pray for those who are incarcerated. And Monica will come and pray for those who are homeless. Uh, let's draw our attention to these uh, this passage of Scripture uh, that gives us God's heart. A lot of us have, are familiar with the passage of Jeremiah 29, 11, but not the verses just before that, and not necessarily the context that God is speaking through the prophet Jeremiah to them about living in a city of captivity. And that's the context of this, and I think that this passage is relevant to us here in Baltimore City. God says, build homes 
and plan to stay. Plant gardens and eat the food they produce. Marry and have children. Then find spouses for them so that you may have many grandchildren. Multiply. Do not dwindle away. And work for the peace and the prosperity of the city where I sent you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, for its welfare will determine your welfare. And for the sake of time, guys, I'm going to ask you to uh, limit it to two minutes max, okay? All right, let's pray. Let's all all join in. You can can walk around, you can kneel, stand, but engage your spirit in prayer as we pray over these different neighborhoods. Dear Heavenly Father, I uh, thank you for Hamden, God, this neighborhood that we're meeting in today. And um, I thank you for the, the crazy way that you brought Ben and I and our kids here. And I thank you for the amazing place that you have brought our church to. And God, I ask for this neighborhood that is so entrenched in this city. God, it's been here a long time. And I ask, Lord, that you would come by your favor, by your mercy and your grace. And, and to both Hamden and Remington and Woodbury, God, these neighborhoods in this area that are in the geographic center of Baltimore city limits. Father, we ask that you would allow your presence to stir the minds and the hearts of the people that live here. God, I ask for the families, especially who have been here for generations and generations, God, whose roots go so deep into the soil of this place. Father, we ask for their salvation. We ask for a turn of turning of their heart. We ask for repentance. God, I ask that you would allow your spirit to move through these neighborhoods, God, that your spirit would, um, would allow people to feel hope, that your spirit would allow people to feel grace, that your spirit would allow people to feel your forgiveness and come to you. And God, I ask for our family and for Val and different people of our church who live in these neighborhoods. God, I ask that you would give us courage, that you would give us boldness. And God, I pray that you would give us the ability to bring peace to bring the message of your salvation, to bring your grace, that everywhere our foot falls in these neighborhoods, that things would change and be brought to right under the kingdom of the Holy Spirit, of the kingdom of God Almighty. God, we ask for the removal of sin. We ask for reduction in crime. We ask for removal of drugs and their sales. God, we ask for the protection of people who need it. God, for the elderly in this neighborhood. Lord, I pray that you would put our church roots deep down into these neighborhoods, God, that you would help our church to affect these neighborhoods in a way that they would never, ever be the same again. God, that the spirit work that you would have for our church to do in these areas would never falter, would never be, would never stumble, but that your Holy Spirit would guide us forward in mercy and truth and love for the people that are around us. Thank you, Father. God, we lift up the surrounding areas, um, Host Heights, Medfield, Cross Keys, Roland Park, Keswick, the areas that you see not only families settling, um, you also see um, schools just sending people, send kids from all over the city to these schools. And we just ask that you're starting to work in those hearts, um, that you start to, it can be rough, it can, it's not easy it's not it's not fun for these kids to grow up in neighborhoods and what we what we ask is in, instead instead of noises that we hear at night that are yelling or screaming or you know violence instead we hear children laughing instead we hear children playing instead we hear 
uh, maybe a couple of middle schoolers or high schoolers hanging out and having a grand old time being fools. That's what we ask. Those are the noises that we want keeping us up at night and just angry at the children. That's what we want, though. We want joyful children. We want people to be in these schools. We want people in these neighborhoods. Um, I pray specifically for, for those who are transient, those who come in and come out. May they start to see your hand on the city through those um, apartment buildings that are even through even the new apartment buildings or the new condos that are being built. May your hand be uh, just on those new uh, townhomes that are being built up above Giant. We just ask in your name that you are involved. And again, I pray that children be laughing and dancing in the streets. May snow days be ridiculously fun with snowmen and snowball fights. And may it be a place of joy, not a place of violence. Shut out the drug dealers. Kick them out. Make them fall on their faces or make them find you even better, God. That's what we ask. That's what we ask, God. Father, we continue in prayer, and we thank you for um, our neighborhood, that you have put us in there, God. We thank you for directing our life, Father. You don't want to make decisions in our life, and even if we don't appreciate them or we try to change them, you let us know that they are the decisions that you created in our lives and that you created for us. We thank you for blessing our family, Father. You have given us so, so much. You have blessed us so tremendously, God. And we pray that we'll just serve the families in our neighborhood, Father. You'll just help us to be the ones. You don't want to give us the provisions and give us everything to serve them, Father. And we pray that we'll stay focused, Father. And I pray, Father, that you I thank you for keeping me from the evil one, Father. And I pray for the ones in our neighborhood, Father, in Waverly and Penn Lucy, that you keep them from the evil one, God. We they can even see the influence that the evil one have in their life, but they sometimes they don't think they have a, another choice, Father. I pray that you'll send us, our family, and anyone else, Father, their way to give them the truth and a positive message, that they can make the decision, God. You gave this to us, the decision-making. We do have the knowledge of good and evil, and we want to do it our way, but no, Father, let us do it your way. Let everyone see that doing it your way is the best way, Father. In Christ's name we pray. Precious Father, Lord God, we thank you so much. What an honor it is, Lord God, for us to come to you, Lord. Father, you said that we have that power. We have the authority to cast down everything, every high thing that tries to raise itself up against the knowledge of God. Anything that try to keep people from knowing God. Father, we plead your blood in the name of Jesus Christ right now, oh God. If it's drugs that's in the way in Penn Lucy, Waverly, and Edna Gardens, dear Lord God, we plead your blood against those things that's causing people from seeing your truth, Father God. Lord, we plead your blood, whatever it is, Lord God. Father, we pray, Lord, that you will strengthen, Lord God, Ben and Kristen and, and, and Monica and Femi, dear Lord God, and myself and Ronald, Lord God, and anybody else that's in Waverly, Penn, Lucy, and Edna Gardens that I don't know about, Lord God, but you know, Lord God, who lives in that neighborhood because you strategically placed them there, Lord God, and we pray in the name of Jesus that you will empower us, dear Lord God, to be those hands, feet, eyes, nose, ears, whatever it is we need to be, dear Lord God, to reach the hearts of those people that's in need, oh God. Father, we thank you, Lord, and what an honor it is to serve you, Lord God. What an honor it is to praise you, Father God. We thank you for the courage, dear Lord God, and we thank you, oh God, for the peace that you have given us, Lord, so that we can do this. And we also thank you for the 
fearlessness. Dear Lord, we are not afraid, oh God, of the enemy. We are not afraid of what he comes up with, Lord God. Father, because we serve you. We serve, oh my God, God who is all-knowing, all-providing, dear Lord God, omnipotent, Lord God. We thank you, oh God, that you would use us, your meager people, dear Lord God, to do your will, Father. In your name we pray, amen. Father God, we lift up to you the neighborhoods in the 21217 for Reservoir Hill, for Bolton Hill, Penn Lucy, Sandtown, Upton, Druid Heights, God. Um, as many in areas in Baltimore, this just really embodies this idea that there are those who have and those who have not, God. And the world would say that the way to, to improve this is to, to push out the have-nots or to focus on the areas that have, Lord, and we just reject that in the name of Jesus. And we pray that this area would be just a witness to the world, Lord, of what your spirit can do, Lord. Lord, we pray against uh, a spirit of humanism. We pray against relying on our own intellect or education, relying on developers, relying on just pure economic forces to make improvement, Lord. But we pray instead, Lord, that you would provide for those who the world would consider the least of these, Lord. We pray for the drug dealers, Lord. We pray that you would bring them to yourself, Lord. We pray that they would be the pastors who would be leading changes in the next generation, that they would be the leaders, that you would give them opportunities, Lord, that you would open doors for them, that they would see hope, Lord, not in just dealing drugs, not just living for tomorrow, Lord, but living for eternity with you, Lord. Father, I pray for those who are far from you, that we would esteem high, Lord, who have a great education, who have lots of money, Lord, but Lord, they are far from you, and they're not fulfilled, Lord, and they need you just as much as the drug dealer on the corner, but we don't pray for them, Lord. We don't consider them lost, Lord. We pray for them that you would show them your love, God, that you would bring them to you. We pray for a revival in Bolton Hill, Lord, that the churches that have wandered from you, Lord, and who are relying simply on tolerance, Lord, and the love that is not truly love, that you would bring them back to you, Lord. We don't we don't judge them um, with, with hate or malice, Lord, but we want them to be fully filled with your spirit as they once were, Lord. We pray for the church buildings that stand empty and are being converted to apartments, Lord, that they'd be filled with people who worship you. They would be houses of worship again, Lord. Father, I pray for the churches that are laboring in this area for the Garden Church, for New Song Community Church, Lord, for all those small churches just in little uh, little houses, little row houses, that you would fill them with your spirit and empower them, God. Father, I pray for all the organizations, White Lot Community Farm, St. Francis Neighborhood Center, New Lens, Jubilee Arts, Lord, that you would provide for them, Lord, and that those who are laboring in them would be, would be strengthened, Lord, and that ultimately that these good works would result in praise to you, Lord. Even those who aren't serving you now, Lord, that it would result in praise to you and that through this you would bring them and many others to you. In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for my neighborhood of Hamilton, Lauraville, and Pikesville, God, for everybody that lives in that part of town. It's such a, a beautiful area, Father, but I see such shallowness in the people, and I pray for just a better intimacy, a better a better place for people to connect to one another, Father. For people to reach out, God, not just in times of disaster. I pray for the Katie, Katie Malone family. She's the one who works for Representative Cummings, Father, and the tragic loss of her six children in that house fire, Father. I pray for just unity around that, Father, for people to be able to come together no matter how they feel, Father, that we're all neighbors in that community, God, that we should be together for that, Jesus. 
come together for that, Father, and not just around tragedy, but for things of joy. We thank you for all the new businesses that have come to that area that are bringing new people and, and new jobs and new opportunities for, for there to just be that continual transformation as I've seen it happen over the last six years living in that area, God. Father, I also pray for Towson, God, that's so nearby. We thank you for that as this, as the seat of the Baltimore County government, Father, for the, for the university there and all the young minds that get formed and shaped, Jesus. It's such a beautiful part of town, God. And just let your hand expand there, God. Your influence expand there beyond just humanist beliefs or whatever they have in the, in the university halls, Father, but that a true relationship will you, with you will be there. We thank you for the churches that are already represented there, Father, and we pray that you will expand their influence. Because it's, it is an amazing thing, Father, that there's all these churches and yet there are empty seats. Father, we pray that you fill that up no matter the house, Father, no matter the house of worship, Father, that people will be brought to you regardless of zip code. Thank you so much that we get to be in these places. We get to work with these neighbors. We get to live with them and share meals with them. Take care of their homes when they're gone, Father, Father. It's such an amazing thing to just, to, to network and, and live life like that. That is what is wonderful about Baltimore. God, give us more opportunities in the Towson, Hamilton, Lauraville area, God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, problem. Dear Heavenly Father, bless those who love you and need you. Bless those who are here at this moment, those that are away, those who are out searching for you. Bless those who are incarcerated, those who have lost their way, who have fell short of your uh, love. Bless those who are still searching, those who are looking for answers but have not searched in the right place. Those who know that there's a higher power out there but will not bow to you. Those who continue to fall and will not, and continue to get up but do not know why. Show them that your love and your mercy is all that they need. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, for the homeless people in Baltimore. God, I just thank you for this place and each, also the nation. But thank you, Lord, for Baltimore City. I thank you that you are the God who sees, that you are the God who hears, that you are near the brokenhearted. God, I thank you for a place for every person in Baltimore City, God. I thank you for a place, God. I just thank you for a place, God. I thank you for a place, Lord. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, God. Release the places in Baltimore City, God. I just ask that you fill the church with dreams and visions and words of of encouragement and destiny, God, and businesses and truth, God. I just ask that you call it forth in Jesus' name, God, that there will be no person who wants in the city, God. I thank you that they will find you, God. I thank you for the spirit of truth. God, I thank you for the breaking of bonds and bondages, Lord. 
I thank you for the city, God. I thank you for the homeless. I thank you that even those that sleep in tents, God, that instead of turning their head to the right or to the left, that they will follow you, God, that they will open up the word of the Lord and the words will come to life, God. I thank you for a radical conversion, God. I thank you for new things, Lord. New things, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, I know too many. Just, sorry, Lord. Just one, one, one more thing, Father. Just even the people who are homeless, but not on the street, God, but those that sleep in people's homes, God, those who are in basements and, and, and around roads where people can't see, God, and those those who are, are in a home but don't feel like they belong, God, I just ask that you just go deeply into their into the heart and into their spirit and you speak life into them, God. I thank you for giving each one a voice and, and a place of comfort. So I thank you that you are a healer and we can lift our eyes to you, Lord, for you are where our help comes from. Lord, we thank you that we've been able to come and lift these requests before you. We thank you that you care about where we live. We thank you that you care about those those homes, those regions, those uh, pockets, Lord, of blocks where people have uh, attached their identity to being from this neighborhood or that neighborhood. Lord, help us to serve in a way that honors you. Lord, and I do thank you that we can come to you and pray for neighbors, coworkers, family members, and friends. Lord, as we go from this place today, uh, on this day of rest and, and refreshing, Lord, help us to be humble and to ask you to reveal to us how we can serve others. Lord, how this week we can reflect your love to others. And I pray that you would help us in this week of prayer and fasting, that we'd be more focused on you than anything else, that we would rest in our salvation. We would spend moments of just quietly reflecting on your goodness and your love, even as a form of prayer. I thank you for your provision, Lord, and this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. amen, amen. Uh, thank you.